Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good morning, morning everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for the good week gone by. For a weekend to recharge and refresh. We thank you that you teach us every single day. We thank you that you call us back to your presence. That we're able to start our day with you. And we're able to draw and drink from you again. To fill ourselves with your presence, with your word to communicate and connect with you in our prayer, to re-emphasize our relationship with you and to get to know you more, Father, so that in knowing you more, we love you more. In loving you more, we serve you out of that love, knowing that we don't just serve our King, but we serve our Father, not out of fear, but out of love. And you are always ever willing to pour out your grace into our lives. You renew your mercy for us every morning. And you are ever willing to pour that grace as well. So that in every area that we are lacking, you fill us up. You bring us up to speed. This is the day, this is the week as well, we say, that the Lord has made. So let us be glad and rejoice. We rejoice, Lord knowing that you have made this day for us and you have plans to prosper us. And you go with us before us to flatten the ground before us, to break down every bronze gate that lies shut before us. So that when we acknowledge your presence, you direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart. We lean not on our understanding, <clears throat> but on the revelation that you grant us today in the name of Jesus. We open our spirits, Lord, to receive from you. And the peace and joy that you give us, Lord, which no man can give and no one, no spirit can even take away. We share that with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with all those that are beneficiaries of every prayer request that has been made on this group, with every member of each of these families. We share it with all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians that are called by your name and yet do not know you personally. And all those that do not want to know you and turn the other way. Quicken them, O oh Father, that their hearts receive your light, that light which dispels all darkness, that truth which sets your people free. So as we make our prayer, we come with that same understanding that everyone who calls on your name shall be delivered. They shall not end up in shame. So we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am, <clears throat> the one who is the lifter of men and is ever faithful. He will not back down on his word. The Elohim Adonai, who is the preserver of men, the one who leads us by the way we should go. The one who blots out our transgressions and remembers our sins no more. 
In Isaiah, your word says, Lord, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. We come with that understanding to you. That no accuser can point a finger at us anymore. Because we are the redeemed of the Lord. Your word says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So we say it, Father. We are free. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who taught us faith. The one who came to introduce us to that truth. That we might know the truth and set us free. He himself being the truth. Your word. The one who is our daily bread. In whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The one who leads us in battle. And he is our rock, our refuge. On which we build our Christian faith and our life. The author and finisher of our destiny and our faith. And we pray in the name of your spirit. The spirit of the living God. The spirit of light and life. The spirit of truth. The spirit of the El Shaddai. Who raised Jesus from the dead and is now made his tabernacle within us. And gives life to our mortal body. That we are able to partner with him. That was the promise of Jesus to us. He said, I will never leave you. I will be with you always, even unto the end of time. And he gave us his very spirit. The one who is the creator of the universe. The one who powered his ministry. And is now within us. Giving life to everything that is dead in our circumstances. When we work with him. When we are obedient to him. When we follow his instruction. He is our advocate and prays on our behalf as well. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your Son, your Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with your word, that gift, out of which you pour out your treasures. And when that treasure is filled in our hearts, we meditate on it and observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then out of that treasure in our heart will our mouth speak. This is what your word says. And when we speak your word in faith, heaven and earth moves. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You have blessed us with all your resource from heaven, including support of angels and destiny helpers, that we might not be found lacking. But every weak person can say in faith, I am strong in the strength of the Lord. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we cover and seal every word we speak. And every prayer we release in faith by your precious blood, Jesus. We also cover every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. And everyone present here, everyone that will pray with this recording and their families. And their assets, their finances, their incomes, their businesses, their homes, their relationship, every aspect of their lives, Lord. With your precious blood. Draw that perimeter in the spirit by your precious blood, Jesus, around each of these. That every wickedness, every form of wickedness that comes near that perimeter be judged by the fire from heaven. And along with that perimeter, Lord, we ask for your grace of knowledge, your grace of prayer, and an understanding of your word that we might use it to achieve our abundance and the dominion 
that you have in store for us. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And I also herald the power in our word, every word that we speak based on what your word says, Father, in your scripture, which is your will. In Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, which says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. We make this declaration now, Lord. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith, in accordance with what your will says, in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for giving us that power in our tongue. In the last two days, we have reflected on faith and the unseen. <coughs> and while making your prayer of faith, where should you focus first? When we are praying over any kind of problems, praying against them, where should we focus first? This is what we will cover in our reflection today. Hebrews 11 verse 3 says, Things which exist were not made from things which appear. In short, our simple language, it means that the physical realm is made from the spiritual realm. So the source of everything that you see in the physical, every circumstance, every problem, every challenge, every storm, that you see in the physical, its source lies in the spiritual realm. Now, so first, a quick question. But before we go into that question, I'd just like to create a simulation, a situation, where when you look into a mirror and you see a dangerous object coming near your face, you can see it in the mirror coming towards you to harm you. What action would you take? Would you try to stop it in the mirror because you can see it in the mirror, in the mirror image? Or would you try to stop it in physical reality? Trying to stop it in the mirror will not stop it. It has to be the physical reality. You will try to move your face, the real one, or cover it. You do not do anything in the mirror because that won't change the outcome. And so it is with the physical and the spiritual realm. Your physical life is the mirror image of what is happening in the spiritual realm. And when you move in that reality, when you move your face, the mirror image automatically moves. You cannot try to move the mirror image without moving the original, the source, the spiritual realm is the source and the physical realm is the mirror image what you see. So when something goes wrong, where did the movement happen? Is it in the source or is it in the mirror image? And that's our important question we need to understand today. 
Yet most of us, if we look back on our own lives, just look to that mirror image called our physical self and try to make amends in the mirror image and most of the time it is without success. The mirror image only moves when its source moves. And if the source doesn't move, the mirror image stays as is, is left vulnerable and susceptible to that attack that is coming towards it. Likewise, to see results in your physical realm, you must move in the spiritual realm. And you must make that move first. You change the dynamics there and it'll automatically change in the physical. Let's look at two examples from the Bible. And our first one is from 2 Kings chapter 6. Where Elisha was surrounded by the Syrian army. And both he and his servant responded differently. The servant looked at the army surrounding the house and thought, we're done for now. And he was afraid. But Elisha looked at it and wasn't moved. In fact, he asked the Lord to open the eyes of the servant so that he could see. And then both saw the chariots of fire, the thousands of the chariots of fire surrounding the Syrian army on the hillside. The servant reacted from the physical, but Elisha responded from the spiritual. And that is where the battle took place. A second example is that of Jesus crossing the Sea of Galilee to go over to the other side to the Gadarenes, which you see in Luke chapter 8 from verse 22 onwards. The Bible says there arose a storm in the lake. And the disciples approached him to say, we are in trouble. Do you not care that we might die? They were looking to a solution to save the boat from that storm. But they were looking at it in the physical. And Jesus actually looked at the wind and the waves and he rebuked the wind and then rebuked the waves and everything calmed down. He did not try to steady the boat, but most of us do that often. We try to steady our boat rather than looking at what is that wind or waves that are causing the storm in our lives. When you think of it spiritually, the wind represents the spiritual realm and the water in this case represents man. He did not rebuke the water first. He rebuked the wind first. He rebuke the spiritual and then the human element in it and then everything was calm. That's an important lesson for us to learn. You see that same combination as soon as they touched shore, the man that lived among the tombs came straight to him. And there was a legion of demonic spirits, spiritual realm that was all within that man. The human element. And Jesus rebuked the spiritual realm first. And then the Bible records that the man was found sitting well dressed up and well groomed in his senses. <coughs> so when we are faced with our problems, what are we praying against first? Where are we focusing our prayer at? 
the spiritual realm is the sponsor of everything that happens in the physical realm and not all storms that come into our lives are bad from bad things that we do many a times they come into our lives because of the good that we are about to do that is what we need they try to abort that good that is what we need to bear in mind and we look there that jesus did not say oh there's a storm so let's turn back it was more about let us go to the other side to keep going but knowing where to focus your prayer you focus on identifying the spirit realm that sponsors it first and then launch your prayer in the spirit and this is why praying in the spirit in the spirit realm is so important you make your prayer from the spirit realm not from the flesh and you focus it on the spiritual source not on the flesh focus it and change it from there and the physical will automatically respond to that change in all our past prayer life we have only sought to work within the mirror not within the original the source and hence there has not been manifestation in our prayer we now need to open our eyes and start to look at and refocus where our prayer must be look at your problem from the spiritual plane and try and understand what that spiritual cause is and then you speak against it otherwise the problem gets the better of us because prayers made from the physical realm do not go anywhere there is only manifestation when that prayer of faith is made in the spiritual realm it is a small and simple truth but we need a deeper understanding of it is when we are going to apply our faith which is based on the knowledge of the word you must know where to target that faith at father in the name of jesus i pray that you open up our discernment and grant us that grace lord we open our hearts to receive that grace so that in every situation every challenge that we face we do not just look at it in the physical but we also look at it in the spiritual and we discern through this grace that you have given us where the real cause is knowing that not everything must be wicked knowing that some of it just requires common sense but also not every situation can be tackled from a common sense angle from a scientific view some of them go beyond that explanation of that science in such circumstances open our understanding lord to see beyond the obvious and to understand the deeper situation so that we are able to make strategic prayers attacking that source of the problem to break down the walls of any jericho that stands before us to take control over that circumstance and rebuke any form of wickedness and to approach it in faith and here we remember that instance of when 
the woman that was bent over for 18 years came to Jesus and he called her a daughter of Abraham. He first rebuked the spirits that kept her bent. And then he laid hands on her and healed her, calling her the daughter of Abraham and therefore a recipient of the blessings that were covenanted to Abraham. And we must approach with that same mindset in faith, calling on his name so that we might then be called Abraham's seed and be beneficiaries of whatever blessings were covenanted to Abraham in that circumstance, in that problem in our life. We ask for that deeper understanding, Lord, to make our prayer focused in that direction in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially for those that are battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized that will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division or separation, even just in our thoughts, in our ideologies, in the principles that govern our thinking, that keeps us separate and divided. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in, our, in their lives, especially the one of ignorance, keeping them cut off from your word, the one of prayerlessness, where they do not sense the need to ever pray. Those that are just Sunday Christians. Those that do not want to know you, Lord. Those that are busy. Those that are grappled and kept yoked under all other kinds of addictions and any kind of compulsive behavior. We come against every such chain of yoke over their lives and over our own lives in the mighty name of Jesus. And we declare that chain broken under his authority. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved, that have not yet given their lives to Christ and received the gift of salvation. Father, quicken their hearts that they might call on your name and be set free. Lord, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. When we release our prayer and our faith, that prayer made under an open heaven as a prayer of agreement with each other must come back with the manifestation of the result that we have spoken. This is our faith, Lord, and we release it in our prayer right now. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in as we make this our prayer in the spirit and release it from the spirit realm. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues, to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Make sure you're asking it for the purpose of intercession. Let us now release our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Prayer of agreement, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakia,
The words that were put on my heart this morning. Be my joy, my people. Be my testimony among my people. My people are thirsty. They thirst for me. They do not know me. Spread the joy of the gospel. The scripture being given today is from 1 Peter 1, 20 and 21. He was destined before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest at the end of times for your sake. Through him, you have confidence in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a couple of scriptures that have been shared in the chat as well. 
And the first one is from John 16, verse 13, quoted from the NIV, where it is written. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. And the second one is again quoted from the NIV, taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 44, verse 22, which says, I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by this reflection, please share it with your family and friends and especially with the one that the Lord puts on your heart. That one person that he says this, they must hear this. Share it with them and let them be blessed. Let them be ministered to by the Lord's voice there. Please also share Brother Savio's powerful reflections that he posts on our Telegram group and our Facebook page. Spirit-filled downloads that he receives. That is all benefit from what the Spirit is saying there. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and His favor that comes out of His jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for His glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week, a successful week ahead, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Blessed day, everyone. Thank you, Russell.